Welcome into the Chief Zone Podcast. My name is Farzine Vesugi, and it is a bonus edition of the Chief Zone Podcast. Uh, we were actually planning on doing a bonus edition of the Chief Zone Podcast, so podcast being published as planned, but unfortunately, we are here to talk about something completely different than what I had planned. In fact, I had something very awesome planned for this episode. Uh, because of the craziness, we will have that plan, uh, that uh, podcast published later this week, and I'll get to what that was in a moment. But I'm sure you have all heard the news by now. Uh, Tyreek Hill, his name has come up in a police report, and two incidents took place at his home. To be clear, he is not guilty yet. His name was in one police report, which is closed now. The case on that is closed. The second incident that took place at his house. Uh, does not even involve his name. The case is still open, and in fact, Tyreek Hill apparently is not even in Kansas City. We're going to get into the details and all of that in just a moment. We'll also talk about some of the free agent activity involving the Kansas City Chiefs, what happened with those two cornerbacks who were supposed to visit Kansas City, and what ended up happening with them. There's another cornerback set to visit the Chiefs, and the Chiefs did sign a defensive end from the New Orleans Saints, so we'll get into that, but... Uh, obviously, the news that's dominating headlines right now is Tyreek Hill. It is the biggest story in sports right now. It is a very, very unfortunate situation. And I mean, just earlier on Friday, the uh, Friday morning, the biggest story was Kareem Hunt taking an eight-game suspension. And now, Friday afternoon, Tyreek Hill is getting all the headlines. So Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt. Uh, two players who are getting all the headlines on Friday. Now, before we move on, I do want to let you know, uh, I had something great planned for this episode. It's not uh, going to be shared on this episode, but because of the situation, the nature of the news and all that, uh, we will do another podcast this weekend. So there will be another episode of the podcast. Uh, most of you guys are probably listening to this either late Friday night or sometime on Saturday. So, what we had planned will be shared on Sunday, and what we had, uh, I did an interview with Lee Steinberg. He is Patrick Mahomes' agent. We got into a lot of things, uh, a lot of great information, some new information that you have not heard before, and I also asked about Patrick Mahomes' future in Kansas City and a potential contract extension and potentially getting $200 million. Uh, a lot of things we got into with Lee Steinberg, so stay tuned for that. We will... Share that interview with you. Again, a lot of new and great stuff on there. A lot of great information, but we will not be airing it on this podcast. We will do it on Sunday's podcast. So be on the lookout for that. It's not going to happen here because of the Tyreek Hill story. Before we get on with that, Facebook.com slash Farzine Vesugian. That is the Facebook page. Give me a like. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter as well, at Farzine21. And subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Podbean. All right, let's get right into it because I know you guys are all listening. Uh, I, look, let me just be clear on this. I do have some commentary on this. I've got an opinion on this uh, whole Tyreek Hill situation. But I'm not going to call anyone guilty yet. I'm not going to go in that direction. I will talk about what the Chiefs could do if Tyreek Hill is a guilty member here. Um uh, We'll get. I'll get into what could happen, uh, but keep in mind there, the there is they're still investigating this, and 
There are a lot of headlines saying that Tyree Kill is being investigated, and a lot of fans are not happy about that because his name so far appears to be in the clear. Again, no charges yet, and I'll get into all the details uh, for those who maybe have not heard the details yet and just have seen headlines about all this. Um, we're going to get into what could happen. So please keep that in mind when you're listening that there is no jumping to conclusions here. Uh, this is just what we can go by. You know, We're, we're going to talk about what happened, the information we do know, and again, what could happen. Let me just say this. Uh, you will hear the Lee Steinberg interview later this weekend. Uh, what's funny is you, you'll hear it in the interview. We were actually talking about the playmakers Mahomes has to work with. And he was mentioning Tyree Kill, and as soon as he mentioned that, I saw the notification that Tyree Kill was being reported as uh, for this incident. Uh, two incidents, I should say. Now, again, uh, be clear, the second incident does not involve his name, but it it is still connected to him one way or another. Uh, so I heard that during the interview, and I'll I'll mention this next podcast, but... I didn't want to bring that up to him because, first of all, we did go a little bit over on time with him, and he was still very generous with his time on a very, very busy week. Uh, still came on the podcast, and I still had a few questions left regarding what the conversa- conversation was about. Plus, it, it's not like he represents Tyree Kill, so I don't know why I would bring that up with him. So, I, for those who are wondering why I didn't mention anything, it, plus it just happened. I did not even know the details. He probably didn't either because he was on the phone with me, so neither of us knew really what to say about that. Uh, so keep that in mind uh, as uh, as you hear that interview later in the weekend. Now, as for Tyreek Hill and what happened, two incidents took place, one on March the 5th in his home in Overland Park and another on March the 14th, All again, same location at his home on the March 5th incident. His name is in the police report and his fiance Crystal Espinal, also... Uh, on the uh, police report. That police report from March the 5th. There is a note on there that the case is closed and cleared. And prosecution was declined on March the 8th. Three days later. Another police report was filed on March the 14th. That does not include Tyree Kill's name. But does include Crystal Espinal's name. Again she is Tyree Kill's fiance. She is the, quote, involved person in a battery case involving a juvenile victim. This juvenile victim happens to be their three-year-old son, which I will get into shortly. Uh, by the way, for people who want to criticize TMZ because they had the Kareem Hunt video, TMZ, believe it or not, I know they had a misleading headline with the Kareem Hunt story, fair enough, but... Uh, but as far as the Tyreek Hill story goes, man, they actually seem to be the ones that are the most accurate on this and have better information. Uh, TMZ does write that Hill uh, th- that there are no details on this and that Tyreek Hill is not a uh, not listed as a suspect for the second incident on March the fourteenth. In fact, a lot of people, including people from the media and Kansas City, have mentioned Tyreek Hill was not even in Kansas City, not even home. On March the 14th, and that's a big reason why Crystal Espinal's name is the only one listed on that. Uh, the TMZ uh, report uh, talks about the statement that the Kansas City Chiefs have issued 
saying, quote, the club is aware of the investigation involving Tyreek Hill, we're in the process of gathering information, and have been in contact with the league and local authorities. Uh, no further comment will be made. Uh, Tyreek Hill's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, did not answer his phone uh, for a comment, and the NFL also declined commenting on the issue as well. TMZ uh, says that they reached out to the police officer's uh, who referred to the district attorney's office. To be clear, uh, the, the second incident that is still open for investigation that happened on Thursday afternoon, uh, Overland Park police showed up to the scene and then they handed it off to Johnson County's district attorney's office and uh, apparently uh, TMZ contacted them and a rep told them, quote, we have nothing in our system. Uh, again, TMZ also says uh, they reached out to Hill's agent, and so far, no word back. Now, the three-year-old son involved in this. Now, it's not clear whether this happened in the first incident or the second incident. But Tyreek Hill's son reportedly has a broken arm. And it's not clear as to whether or not Tyreek Hill broke his arm, or if it was Crystal Espinal, or both. Uh, so far, it appears that Tyreek Hill is not the guilty victim in this, and that Crystal Espinal is. Again, uh, to be very, very clear on this, because I just want to make sure people have this clear and understood. Tyreek Hill's name and his fiance's name are both included in the uh, March 5th incident, the March 5th police report. Hill's name is not on the March 14th report. That is very important to note here. Because this could be a big factor as to what the Chiefs will want to do with him. In terms of suspending him. Same with the league. Uh, if they want to suspend him. And if the Chiefs want to release him. Or if they want to go ahead and give him a contract extension. You guys have heard earlier this offseason. It's been talked about that Tyree Kill could receive a record setting deal. That has been the big speculation. Now, part of the story does not add up here with what's going on. Again, the police did go to Tyreek Hill's house twice. Overland Park police showed up March 5th and on March 14th. Now, there are conflicting reports as to where Tyreek Hill was on on March the 14th and where he is right now, but it's definitely not in Kansas City. So he wasn't even home, supposedly. Yet, there is some confusion because I guess on Tyreek Hill's Snapchat, he posted a video of his kid dancing, and it is believed that he posted that video sometime Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening, and in that video, it appears that the three-year-old is okay. His arm appears to be just fine. Uh, It's unclear if that video was filmed right before it was posted or if it is an older video and he shared it then. That, again, there is no clarification on that whatsoever. And I guess the other question is, if police showed up to Tyreek Hill's home on March the 14th, and if Tyreek Hill is with his son posting videos on Snapchat with him, then why did the police show up to Hill's home? What did his fiance do? That is something that that remains to be answered and I'm sure there will be more details to come and maybe we'll talk about that later this weekend when we do the podcast where we share Lee Steinberg's interview with us 
Uh, again, as I mentioned, Overland Park Police reportedly turned it over to Johnson County District Attorney's Office for review. That is according to KCTV5 and TMZ followed up on that report as well. TMZ, as I mentioned, contacted the Attorney's Office, but they said they had nothing in their system, which was interesting. Now, there is heavy speculation going on about two things here. Number one, why does Tyreek Hill's three-year-old son have a broken arm? Was there... Were they disciplining his kid? People are acting like they know something here when they really don't. Or were they doing something completely out of line that led to him having a broken arm? I'm really appalled at how many people are suddenly experts on the law on social media uh, when things like this happen. Like they're police officers or they're criminal justice experts. I'm not even going to pretend like I know what happened nor that I am an expert in any of those fields because I'm not. Nor do I know what happened, nor do nor does anybody. So we don't even know if that's the case. We don't even know if he was being disciplined and that led to a broken arm. Or because the alleged battery in, in this is with a juvenile. And that juvenile happens to be his three-year-old son. Now, the second biggest thing that is being speculated on, and this I don't like to get into, but I guess... At some, in some way, maybe this connects to the story. I don't know, but there are a lot of people who are again social media FBI investigators here. Uh, people found out that Tyree Kill and Crystal Espinal on their Instagram accounts they have supposedly taken down photos of each other. And if you go to Tyree Kill's uh, Instagram page, you're not going to see a picture of Crystal. Same thing on Crystal's page, uh, uh, as far as a photo of Tyree Kill. Look, I've received uh, tweets from people mentioning the Insta- the uh, Snapchat post and the fact that they don't have Instagram photos together anymore. Let me just say this right now. Whatever is happening between Tyree Kill and Chris Espinal, let's just be completely honest. It is none of our business at all. It is absolutely none of our business. And whatever is going on with their relationship, that is personal and that is between them. As long as no criminal activity occurred, whatever goes on between those two, stays. it should stay between those two. And listen, I can't imagine what it's like being those two at this point. Tyreek Hill, when the Kareem Hunt incident happened, everyone quick, quickly compared the incident to Tyreek Hill's incident. And why is Tyreek Hill on the team when Kareem Hunt got kicked off when what Tyreek Hill did was, was worse? You know, fair point, although Tyreek Hill didn't lie about what happened, and it happened before he got into the NFL. For Crystal Espinal, look, I'm sure she has taken a lot of heat for staying with Tyreek Hill. A lot of heat from people who don't know her on social media. And look, I imagine within her family and within her friends, uh, she has taken heat from this. Again, none of our business. Uh, I know I'm bringing it up here, but... A lot of people are wanting my opinion on the fact that they've taken down their Instagram photos. And I've said, look, that's none of our business. And I mean, these two have been in the public spotlight for a long time. When Tyreek Hill proposed to Crystal, it made headlines and everybody talked about how she was that woman from the incident. That's that's what's been talked about. Crystal Espinal is not known as Tyreek Hill's current fiancé. Crystal Espinal is known as the woman who was on the bad end of that incident that took place when Tyreek Hill had choked his 
girlfriend at the time, which is Crystal, and she was pregnant with their current three-year-old son. Now, with all of that said, it is concerning that a three-year-old has a broken arm, according to these reports. Why does he have a broken arm? What led to that broken arm? That we have absolutely no idea, and I'm sure more details will come sometime throughout the weekend or next week. We'll see. Now that social media knows, and now, now that all these journalists know, I'm sure we're going to hear something within the next 24, 48 to 72 hours. I know a lot of signs are pointing to Hill as not being guilty. We'll see as it goes on. But whoever is responsible, whether it is Hill, whether it is Crystal Espinal, or both of them, they must suffer the consequences for this. Look, I'm no parent, okay? I I hope to be one day. Now's not the time for that. But I understand that parents do discipline their kids in certain ways. I mean, there are people who have admitted that, you know, if they say certain things, I mean, they're... Parents wash their, their mouth up with soap. They they may spank them. Do whatever. Uh, I've seen this in public sometimes as well. Uh, whether it's a spanking or maybe a bit of a, a, a rough uh, nudge on, on, on the side of a, a kid or on his arm. Whatever it may be. So, I don't know at the end of the day what happened. Nor do any of us. And that is not clear in the police report why this little boy has a broken arm and what caused it and who caused it to happen. I've got to say, man, when I first heard this, like I said, I was doing the interview with Lee Steinberg. So I I, I didn't really have a, a, a chance to react to this. I did post one of the headlines on, on my Facebook page just so I can get that information out there and you guys can react to it. I was reading your comments during the interview. I was also reading tweets uh during the interview, I was trying not to get too caught up in that. And so I decided to just shut that off and focus on the interview. But as soon as Lee and I hung up, I looked at all the social media posts. And boy, Twitter was on fire with this topic. It uh, it, it just sucked having to, to see and read and hear. Uh, my initial reaction was, this has to be fake news. I mean, Tyreek Hill surely has learned his lesson and would not do anything like this ever. The incident that Tyreek Hill committed in 2014 in college, to get a second chance in the NFL, it just does not happen. So he knows that he is being given one big gift to rebound and take the most from the second chance. The Chiefs even said that just because they used a draft pick on him, that does not mean that he has a secured spot on the team. In fact, he needs to do a lot off the field in order to secure a spot on the roster. And I remember during Tyree Kill's rookie year in 2016, Andy Reid did mention in a press conference that, hey, look, Tyree Kill did come into Kansas City with that incident being known. And since then, he has done everything that we have asked him to do, and he is doing a great job. And Tyreek Hill never has been in trouble since then. Uh, model Citizen has not gotten into any trouble, has not uh, has not gotten into any trouble. I mean, it has avoided all criminal activity. Nothing's been going on. But uh, that has now changed. Again, he is not guilty of anything. I do need to clarify that because 
I know I'm going to get a tweet from someone saying, oh, you're, you're, you're saying he's guilty. I'm not. I'm also saying he is not not guilty. We don't know that yet. People are very quick to defend a player. People did this for Kareem Hunt. That he didn't do anything and that they were just going to defend him because someone's trying to destroy his career. People are doing the same thing for Tyreek Hill right now. I don't know what the hell happened, nor do any of us. Uh, so it surprised me that people are Twitter police officers and they just want to defend the guy because he's a key player on their football team. I get that. I get that you're all upset and that this is a fan favorite we're talking about here, but we have to accept the fact that he was involved in something. Look, everyone is saying that the case was closed and that he was not guilty for the March 5th incident. Folks, again, I'm not, I have no expert in criminal justice the law, any of that, okay? But but I do know this. A police officer does not show up to your house for no reason. A police officer does not write down your name on a police report for no reason. Tyreek Hill's name was on the March 5th incident, the March 5th police report, for a reason. Something happened there that got his name on there. And people say, well, look, there are innocent people who get in trouble. People have used that as defense for Kareem Hunt, which again happened to him three times. It doesn't happen on accident, folks. I've shared this story before. I, you know, I I had friends in high school who were troubled guys, and I knew at some point I just had to cut ties with them because if I continued to hang out with them, I would be a I would be guilty by associ- association, just like that. It happens like that. Uh, Brian Ortega. I've used this example as well. A UFC fighter who was ranked number one in the featherweight division. And got a title shot, lost his first ever fight in that title match. Uh, He actually had friends who were constantly getting in trouble. In fact, he was getting in trouble. That is when he met his boxing coach. And his boxing coach said, hey, look, I can teach you a lot of things. But it's going to come at a price. And you have to cut ties with all of those friends of yours who keep getting you in trouble. Well, what happened? Brian Ortega cut ties with those people. And he has not been in trouble since then. That is not a coincidence, folks. Uh, when, When you are... Surrounded by wrong people, uh, it just so happens that you will get in trouble and it'll lead to bad things. And you've got to make sure you are surrounded by the right people to not get into trouble constantly. What happened in this incident? Look, we don't know. But what I do know is that even though the case was closed, police officers showed up to the scene on the March 5th incident and they put down Tyree Kill's name. They also put down his fiance's name, but... For the purposes of this football team and and Tyreek Hill's future with the Chiefs, I'm just going to stick that. And listen, let me be clear. There are more important things than football right now. I mean, there's got to be some questions asked. What, what, what happened to this three-year-old that he got in this situation where he has a reportedly a broken arm? That we don't know. So for Tyreek Hill, again, a guy who obviously has a big hand on this offense... And is pretty damn close to receiving a mega contract. Uh, that is that is being put on hold right now. We don't know how close the Chiefs were with him and his agent to making a a deal. He is he is eligible for an extension right now, but uh, surely all, all talks of that have been put on hold. Uh, look, it's it's um. Oh, oh, by the way, one other thing I need to mention. Nobody knows who called the police. This is very important to me because... who? Why is it that police showed up to their home 
for the March 5th incident and the people, the adults who lived there, their names were written down on the police report. Uh, Did Tyreek Hill call? Did his fiance? Did a neighbor call? Did this happen in the driveway? Did someone see it through a window in their home? A lot of things are still unclear at this time. So that is something that is worth noting as well. Uh, by the way, Brooke Pryor of the Kansas City Star tweeted that the Kansas Department of Children and Families is investigating this and the NFL declined to comment on the incident. And by the way, I, I'm seeing that she's taken a lot of flack from a lot of people on social media. Uh, some people are saying, wait for all the facts to come out then update it. Let me just say this. I get people get upset that these kinds of things get reported right away. Look, you've got to, whenever there's news out there, you've got to report it. Now, there are always developing stories, and you can update it as you go along. Believe it or not, you can do that in 2019. I think some people are unaware of that. She has been updating that in her uh, in her article on the Kansas City Star. And again, it's a developing story. Uh, as of Friday evening, Tyreek Hill has not been charged with a crime. Uh, she also mentions in her report that Tyreek Hill told the Kansas City Star, uh, and during the Pro Bowl in Orlando that she is pregnant with twins. So I guess they're expecting two more kids on the way, but, you know, with with their relationship at the moment, I mean, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, obviously, you know, everyone knows about Hill's history with domestic violence, uh, but good Lord, I, I, I... I heard this and I was hoping that it is fake news. And I got more notifications. I saw the tweets and I thought, okay, this is this is not fake news. Here, Here's what will happen. Either Tyreek Hill is someone who is not a victim here. he Or not a suspect, rather, excuse me. And he's maybe it's possible that Crystal Espinal was the one causing... All of these things to happen. I don't know. Again, keep in mind the second incident absolutely does not involve Tyreek Hill. It just involves his home. And the only person's name on the police report is Espinal. It is not clear as to why police showed up to either of those incidents. All we know is that the three-year-old broke his arm. And it's uncertain when that happened. Whether it was March 5th or March 14th. That is completely unknown right now. So either Tyreek Hill was clear of all of this, or maybe he does have some responsibility in his son's broken arm. And if that's the case, do the Chiefs release him? I don't know. Uh, Look, man, Kareem Hunt was involved in three incidents. He lied about one of them, the one where the video surfaced of him assaulting a woman in the uh, in the hallway of a hotel. Uh, he was not released because of what happened. It was more so because he lied to the Chiefs about what happened. So far, we don't know of any details about Tyreek Hill lying to the Chiefs. We don't have those details yet. What we... What, what I'm thinking... Is if Tyreek Hill is clear of this, then look. I mean, 
Espinal is the one responsible for this. I'm sure she will suffer the consequences. Whatever happens between their relationship from that point forward, that is between those two. But obviously, this does not impact Tyreek Hill in any negative way as far as his status on the football team, nor it, nor should it if he is not guilty in any of this. And you move on with contract negotiations. If he is guilty, if he is responsible in some shape or form for his son's broken arm, yeah, then uh, we've got another story on our hands here. What's going to happen to him? Do the Chiefs take action? Do they suspend him? Do they? Does the NFL also hand out a suspension? What happens then? And could that could 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 this be the last time we we hear about Tyree Kill as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs? That is, uh, that's a, that's not a fun thought to have, but, uh, let me just say this, because of the incident and what happened in college, Tyreek Hill is on a one strike count right now. Same exact thing for Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt had three incidents. The Chiefs say they know, they knew about all of them before they were all made public. They just didn't know what happened, I guess. Uh, but given Kareem Hunt's current situation right now with the Cleveland Browns, if he does one more thing, that's going to be strike four. He's got a he's I mean he's a, he's on a new at bat right now, and at this second chance that he's being given, he's on a one strike count. People are not going to tolerate another incident with, with Kareem Hunt, considering there were three of them and he lied at least about one of them. So with Tyree Kill right now. That one incident he did, I know it's not three incidents like Kareem Hunt, but that one incident right there, the details, obviously very disturbing. Choking his girlfriend at the time with their eight-week, their son in which she was uh, eight weeks pregnant with at the time. He was arrested and dismissed from the Oklahoma State football team. We all know about that. He pleaded guilty to domestic assault and battery. In August of 2015 and received three years of probation, yet the Chiefs still picked him in the fifth round. Uh, the conviction was dismissed in August of 2018 and ordered to be expunged after he completed his probation requirements. That's very important to note. That is also on the Stars uh, update right there. Not an update, but they mentioned what uh, all that happened from his previous incident. That is one disturbing act of violence there. And because of that one disturbing act, if Tyreek Hill is guilty, and if he commits one more act of violence, man, the Chiefs are not going to, I don't think they're going to tolerate it. And let me just say one other thing with Clark Hunt. I said this with the De'Anthony Thomas situation, and I'm not comparing at all the Kareem Hunt, De'Anthony Thomas, what what's happening with Tyreek Hill's family right now, and what happened in the past. I am not comparing any of those. Because they're all very different and they're all bad in their own ways. However, given what happened with Javon Belcher a few years ago, given what happened with Dwayne Bowe being suspended uh, for possession of marijuana and speeding, uh, Demetrius Harris had his incident uh, with uh, possession of marijuana off the field. Uh, we obviously know about the Kareem Hunt situation, and now Tyree Kill. I know Tyree Kill was not a member of the Chiefs to, with the first incident, but it's still it it, it 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 just looks bad on the Kansas City Chiefs. Even though he has made up for it, uh, he has cleared all of his probation requirements. Uh, people still will not forget about that. 
And now this incident has happened. Again, we don't know who's in trouble here just yet, but it is forever going to be tied in with Tyreek Hill at this point. Uh, it's just the fact is Tyreek Hill cannot avoid trouble, unfortunately. That's, that's going to be tied in with him. Let me just say this. With Clark Hunt, I just listed a bunch of... And I mentioned the DeAnthony Thomas news. Even, even though he was not under contract, it was still linked in as a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. Clark Hunt absolutely hates negative PR. Every owner does. But when you're the Kansas City Chiefs, and I've, I've listed about several incidents that the Chiefs have unfortunately gone through over the past few years. Even the smallest bit of bad news, I mean, whether it's just having weed, it's just adding up at this point. The, the negative PR is stacking with the Kansas City Chiefs right now. I mean, thank God that they've got an MVP in Patrick Mahomes who's doing so many great things off the field, having all this fun off the field, going uh, and, and interacting with LeBron James and Mark Cuban and, and whoever, doing these uh, Facebook live video gaming events. Uh, and again, it's something we talked about with Lee. A little bit of a, of a preview on that. The thing is, Clark Hunt does not like all this negative PR. He wants that expunged as fast as possible. He does not like to hear any of that with his football team. So I'm not exactly sure how the Chiefs are going to move forward with this if Tyreek Hill is found guilty in any of this. Again, the second incident, a lot of things are not adding up. Why? uh, What's going on with his son? Uh, Because Tyreek Hill posted a video Sometime on the evening of March the 14th, and his arm appears to be fine. He's he's dancing and having a good time. Uh, so, is that an older video? What's going on here? So, I mean, something does not add up. And why did police show up to uh, Tyreek Hill's home? Because Tyreek Hill was not home. And it's unclear who the three-year-old was with. Was he with Tyreek Hill? Outside of Kansas City, or was a three-year-old with Crystal in Tyreek Hill's Overland Park home? A lot of things are unclear right now. I've seen a lot of your your guys' comments on this. Some of you guys are withholding until there's information, additional information, understandable. Some of you guys feel like there is still enough to at least give some sort of an opinion on this, and that is understandable as well. I just ask you guys, if you're going to interact with me on Facebook or Twitter... If you're going to tell me what's going on, if you're going to post links, stories, photos, whatever, make sure these are all factual things being posted. Because, unfortunately, in our social media era today, and whether you agree with some of the things that Donald Trump says or not, one thing that he is clear on, and I know when he says fake news, it's mainly because of his the criticism he receives he does not like, but... Even before Trump used the term fake news, there has been a lot of, there have been a lot of, I should say, fake stories that have been out there. Uh, you, you know what's one story that bothered me is when Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather had their boxing match. The New York Post or the New York Times, I can't remember which one, one of them posted a headline saying that McGregor uh, shed a bunch of blood in his loss to Floyd. He did not shed a single bit of blood in that fight. There is a lot of information, misinformation, excuse me, out there. And this is all before the fake news Trump tie-in happened. Uh, but again, whether you agree with some of the things he says or not, 
he is right about one thing when he says that there is fake news. And again, I understand that's more in defense for himself with the criticism he deals with. But there's a lot of fake news out there. Uh, A lot of misleading news. That is important to note. We'll see how things go right now. Uh, So again, I just ask that if you guys are going to comment on that on the Facebook page, if you're going to tweet me anything, please make sure you are posting things that are factually being reported. That's all I ask of you guys. Let me know your thoughts. Facebook.com slash Farzine Vesugian. Send me a tweet at Farzine21. I did want to talk about this. Kareem Hunt is suffering. uh, He is uh, taking an eight-game suspension. A lot of people wondered if he would appeal to that. He is not going to. Keep in mind, he did miss five games because he was on the commissioner's exempt list. So it's almost like uh, the eight games he'll be suspended for, the first eight games of 2019, plus already suspended uh, five games. So... 13 games altogether he has missed, and it's going to be quite a long time. Now, there are Browns fans being optimistic, saying, hey, look, there is nothing wrong with a Pro Bowl running back coming in fresh in November. And that's certainly an agreeable thought right there. Uh, But at the same time, uh, you never want your star running back to have his first game midway through the season. That is never a good thing, and we all know why that's being the case. Now, Kareem Hunt, as I mentioned, uh, he and his agent, uh, his agent rather, made uh, a statement saying that uh, they have accepted it and they will not, they will not uh, appeal this. Uh, Look, I said it kind of with the Tyree Kill story. I'll just say it right now real quickly. Uh, Three incidents, you're on one strike right now. Three incidents are already under your belt. And thank goodness for John Dorsey. Uh, Maybe there was interest from Matt Nagy because he has familiarity with Kareem Hunt, uh, but I mean, who knows how many people, uh, who knows how many suitors there were for Kareem Hunt? No one is uh, for sure, uh, for certain how many teams were interested. But there was at least one team, and that was more than enough to get a second chance. And it's, of course, with the guy who drafted him and John Dorsey. So we'll see how that goes. But, man, uh, one strike count, guys. That's That's all I have to say, and hopefully he can stay out of trouble. Now, some uh, free agency news involving the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs have officially signed safety Tyron Matthew. Uh, And by the way, he got a lot of flack from Chiefs fans on social media because he said that he followed his college coach, Les Miles, to Kansas. Uh, Listen, man, I get it. Uh, People who are new to Kansas City, the whole Kansas City, Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri deal, that can be... I would not doubt it if there are a lot of people out there who thought that the Chiefs were in Kansas. There are a lot of people who think the Jets and the Giants are in New York, yet they don't know that they are in East Rutherford, New Jersey. By the way, I don't know why people get so defensive over the fact that people in Missouri hate it when people think that the Chiefs are in Kansas. Like, I mean, there's some political boundary that is still being applied from people in Missouri. Like, oh, no, 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 they are in Missouri. Why do you care I mean, look, the Chiefs, the way I see it, the Chiefs, the Royals, uh, they belong to both states. Sporting KC is in Kansas, but that doesn't mean people from Missouri can't root for them. And listen, there are a lot of people in Kansas who root for the Missouri Tigers. There are also a lot of people in Missouri who root for the Kansas Jayhawks, as well as the Kansas State Wildcats. That's okay. I, I don't know why people think this is... Some terrible thing. I I don't know why that's a thing, but uh, I I don't know why. People got mad at Tyron Matthew for that like he was 
the worst person in the world for that, but hopefully he can uh, ignore those people. I, I think he had some fun with them on social media, so it's all good. Uh, the Chiefs also did officially sign Damian Wilson. We talked about him a little bit. Outside linebacker from the Dallas Cowboys. He has experience playing outside linebacker in the 4-3 defensive scheme, as does Anthony Hitchens, who played with Damian Wilson in Dallas. Reggie Ragland also has experience as an outside linebacker practicing, never played a regular season game as a 4-3 outside linebacker, but he practiced with the Bills before suffering an offseason injury uh, in that 4-3 defensive scheme in Buffalo. Now, the Chiefs are not done signing 4-3 defensive players just yet. They added another one, this this time a defensive end in Alex Okafor from the New Orleans Saints, former Texas Longhorn. So for those of you who are Texas Longhorn fans, or if you follow Big 12 football closely, he is a name that you are probably familiar with. Uh, former Texas Longhorn who also played for the Arizona Cardinals. He has 22 sacks, one interception, and three forced fumbles in his six-year career. First four spent with the Arizona Cardinals, and the last two with the Saints. And I believe he was an outside linebacker with the Arizona Cardinals, too. So that is uh, interesting that he has experience as both a 3-4 outside linebacker and a 4-3 defensive end. Most recently, he's played as a 4-3 defensive end, and that's a big reason why the Chiefs went after him and signed him. As far as his stats, last year started all 16 games for the first time in his career. He got a total of four sacks. He started 10 games the year before He had four and a half sacks and two forced fumbles. His best year was with the Arizona Cardinals, his second season, 2014, where he played 13 games and started 12. And in those 13 games, he had eight sacks and one interception. Again, the only interception of his career. And that is back when he was an outside linebacker with the Arizona Cardinals. Now, I told you guys the Chiefs are interested in Ronald Darby and Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett, formerly of the Chargers, he has decided to join the 49ers. In fact, uh, because the report came very quickly that he was going to visit the Texans and also the Chiefs, I don't even know if he ended up visiting the Chiefs because the signing to the 49ers seemed to happen very quickly when Tyron Matthew was being introduced as a uh, as a new chief safety. Ronald, uh, or excuse me, Brett Veach was asked about Ronald Darby. And he did confirm that Ronald Darby was in-house and that they were still evaluating him. And I think he went through a physical and they were looking into his injuries from the past. Unfortunately, the Chiefs decided to, it looks like they decided to pass on him because he did not sign a deal with the Chiefs. Instead, he went back to Philadelphia and re-signed with them on a one-year deal. I'm guessing the Chiefs had too many concerns about his injuries to the point where they did not feel comfortable signing him. Look, you already had a lot of these issues with Justin Houston and Eric Berry. And that's a big reason why they were let go. In addition to the fact that they were making a lot of money uh, alongside with their injuries. But uh, the Chiefs did not want to deal with that anymore. And they want a more reliable and healthy secondary. And that's certainly understandable. Now, there is another cornerback who will be visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Darquez Denard. Of the Cincinnati Bengals. He is currently a free agent. He will visit the Chiefs. In his five year career with the Bengals. He's had three career interceptions. Looking at his five year career with the Bengals. He's only played 16 games once. And that was in 2017. Um, may have dealt with some injuries here and there. He's also he's probably been a, a healthy scratch at times. For the Bengals. But uh, he's played at least double digit games every year. Now 
the number of starts he's had in his career have gradually gone up. In 2014, didn't start a single game, played in 14, appeared in 14. 2015, appeared in 10 games, had one start. 2016, started three games. 2017, started six games. And in 2018, he started nine games. Perhaps, as well, by the way, in 2018, he had two forced fumbles. The only forced fumbles of his career, so he did improve in that area. Has three interceptions, uh, two in 2017, one from 2015. Uh, so not the most eye-glowing stats in the world, but given that he does have those nine games as started from 2018 and he started more and more games as his career has gone along, his five-year career with the Bengals, perhaps the Chiefs saw something in him that made him think, hey, look, maybe if he comes to Kansas City, we can coach him up a little bit, make him a little bit better, and he can start more football games for us, and he'll he'll be a reliable number two cornerback in the NFL, or maybe he stays as a slot cornerback and Kendall Fuller sees more time as a number one or a number two cornerback. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, that's assuming if Denard gets signed, that still has to be done, but uh, he is reportedly going to visit the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, there you have it. We have these occasionally uh, bonus episodes of the Chiefs Zone Podcast. We don't get many of these, but had a good one planned. Unfortunately, we had to push it out of the way in exchange for something else. So, uh, like I said, uh, by the way, uh, if you guys remember, uh, uh, when I, uh, when I mentioned a while ago, a couple of weeks ago that I was going to take a week off from the podcast and that maybe I was not going to because of a possible interview. This was the interview that I was planning for. That was the Lee Steinberg interview. Uh, took a while, but Hey, look, uh, I've got no problems with it. Uh, it happened. We finally got it to happen. And a big thanks to everyone from Steinberg Sports who helped schedule the interview with Lee. Uh, was very gracious with his time, very kind, and uh, had a lot of fun talking to him. Uh, like I said, we talked about a lot of things. Uh, his his relationship with Patrick Mahomes and really just the media craze that surrounded Mahomes. There was a great article in the Kansas City Star in January before the AFC title game about how uh, Steinberg and his agency really tried their best to prep Mahomes for all of this and just how he's handled it. We talked about that. We talked about Mahomes' future with the Chiefs and a couple other things in there. So stay tuned for that. We will talk about that with Lee Steinberg, uh, agent, or excuse me, uh, Patrick Mahomes' agent, Lee Steinberg. You'll hear that conversation. I will publish that on Sunday's episode. So on Sunday's episode of the podcast, so for most of you listening, probably tomorrow, uh, we will share that interview. I'll share you my conversation with Lee Steinberg. And if there is any other news with Chiefs free agency or if there are any updates with Tyreek Hill, uh, we will definitely discuss that on the podcast. And then after that, we will also have a podcast on Wednesday. And after that, uh, I won't be able to do a podcast for a week. I will be on vacation after that. So, uh, We'll have a couple of podcasts in the next uh, few days, so stay tuned for that. A lot, I'm sure, we will be talking about. Uh, as I said, great conversation with Lee Steinberg. I'm excited to share that with you guys later this weekend, so stay tuned for that. Let your friends know about it. A lot of information with Patrick Mahomes that you may have not heard before. Uh, as far as his future, possibly getting an extension, uh, Steinberg did share something that has not been mentioned before, so uh, a lot of things. Uh, that I'm excited to share. Uh, so I'll have that exclusive interf- interview uh, for you guys on Sunday's episode of the podcast. And again, we will return on Wednesday. And I'm sure there will be a, will be a lot to talk about with 
free agency and with Tyree Kill and perhaps much more. So stay tuned for all of that. Facebook.com slash Farzine Basugin. That is my Facebook page. Give it a like. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at Farzine21 and subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends on social media. Hit the share button. Uh, share those links. Greatly helps out the podcast. I definitely would appreciate it if you guys do share the next episode where we have that conversation with Lee Steinberg. My name is Farzine Basugin. Enjoy your weekend. I will talk to you guys on Sunday with Lee Steinberg on the podcast. Until then, take care.